Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first podcast. I am your host, Mario Eseb. Um, You know, if you listened to me before, it's probably from my YouTube channel, but I want to just try something a little different because I haven't been very active on my YouTube as of late. Um... I've kind of been a little busy with school, and I got sick, and then I was home, and I wanted to spend time with family, and then I came back, and I had finals, and then I came back again for Christmas, so I haven't been super active, but I will get on that, but I wanted to make something new because I want to talk a little more in depth with these podcasts. My YouTube videos are somewhat shorter, kind of just get the point across, whereas I have other things to say involving the NFL or whatever. So I thought that it'd be good to start a podcast to kind of expand more on what I want to talk about in the videos. But I'll still have the videos, but I'll have this too, so... If you want to listen for a long time, you can come here. If you want to just get a short snippet, you can go to the YouTube. We're just trying something new. Um, Day I'm recording this is January 3rd, 2023 now. And yesterday was, was a big day in sports that everyone will probably remember. Um... <clears throat> It's It was a Monday night, Bengals versus the Bills, and DeMar Hamlin um, collapsed on the field. He went into cardiac arrest per the Buffalo Bills, like this morning. Uh, ambulance came to the field, and he was taken to the hospital, and the game was postponed to another day so just before I get into the whole week 17 spiel I just want to take a moment to just give my thoughts and prayers to him the whole football community you know everyone's praying for him and really it's life or death so I've never seen anything like that I don't think any of us really have seen anything like that <clears throat> um, in terms of sports. I mean, when you don't know if a player is going to get up on the football field, it, it's scary. And it. I'm glad that the NFL didn't continue the game and they said they're not going to play it this week. I don't know how the whole spiel is going to go with that game, but that's not important in terms of real life. I mean, in terms of football, yes, that game was important. It determined things, but in real life, when you're not talking about a silly little game, it it doesn't matter. So, And now this whole podcast, I'm going to be talking about a silly little game, but that's besides the point. Um, Just... Yeah, prayers up for him. Hopefully, he just pulls through and 
I just want to hear some some news about him shortly. But <clears throat> like I said, that was a Monday night game. Um, the day before that was Sunday. Lots of big games happening there. Um, let's start with my hometown team. The Minnesota Vikings were just beat up by Green Bay. <clears throat> and I want to talk about the Vikings because they are my hometown team. So there's there's lots of haters out there saying they're the worst 12-plus win team. I mean, they have a negative point differential. That's unheard of. Um, And as much as I want to believe in this team... How can you how can you look at that team and be like they're they're gonna win a two three games when when yeah they're eleven of their twelve wins are one score games and you can look at that and say well it's hard to win in one score games I mean the Bills they going into the season they were like under five hundred in one score games and. When you have one-score games, you can win any game because you're always in it, <clears throat> which is true. But on the flip side, why are you? Why are the Vikings in one-score games with teams like the Colts or the Saints or the Bears? If you're this 12-win team winner of the NFC North, you shouldn't be in close games with these teams, so... I don't know what to think about them. I honestly, they could be one and done, and I wouldn't be surprised because if you look at their four losses, I mean, they just lost 41-17 to Green Bay. Never close. 40-3 to to Dallas. I was at that game. Literally nothing was going our way. Week two, they lose to Philadelphia. That was never close. Kirk looked horrible and then um to Detroit which that also the score looked a little closer but it, it wasn't close so enough about the Vikings because the bigger story of that game is is Green Bay they're they're on a streak <clears throat> um they've won four in a row I believe and they control their own destiny they beat Detroit next week they're in the playoffs. Rodgers somehow makes it, and when he's in the playoffs, I mean, you can never count him out. Especially, let's say, they, they face San Francisco. I mean, Brock Purdy is their quarterback. Rodgers cannot play him. I know the 49ers have a great defense, but they also could be looking for revenge from last year. So, <clears throat> it's it is unbelievable what the Packers have done because everyone was counting them out. And then Rodgers is just doing Rodgers things. Um, if they make the playoffs, just, I'm not surprised anymore with Rodgers. And another quarterback that <clears throat> I'm not surprised that he made the playoffs is, is Tom Brady. That whole NFC South has been a disaster, really. I mean, the fact that Tampa Bay was playing Carolina last week to prop 
most likely decide who wins that division. When Carolina literally a month, two months ago, traded McCaffrey, fired their head coach. I mean, cut Baker, traded Robbie Anderson, like so much going on and they can somehow they somehow could have won that division. <clears throat> Props to them, but Tom Brady's back in the playoffs. Um looking at the playoff picture, it could change, but he could play Dallas. I mean, Dak has been throwing just so many picks. Tampa could win that game. They could play even Philly if somehow Dallas gets the one seed. Um who knows with Hurts even that and even their like the Eagles defense hasn't looked the greatest, so <clears throat> watch out. You know, everyone's looking forward to the, the NFC playoffs, you know. A bunch of new guys with Hurts and and the Niners with their defense and the Vikings and and the Cowboys well no one was looking forward to the Cowboys, but the Giants. And then like watch it be an NFC championship game of freaking Brady and Rogers. If that happens, ugh, that would just that would suck. But enough about Brady, enough about Rogers. Let's talk about the New York Football Giants making the playoffs. Brian Dable really changing that team. The the boat picture curse. Is, is broken, maybe. <clears throat> Dable, I think he deserves Coach of the Year. Just doing what he did with a Giants team that really didn't change that much. Daniel Jones playing for another contract. Saquon is in a, a contract year, I believe. And Giants, I mean, if they, they locked in the sixth seed, Vikings will probably get the three unless the Niners lose next week. But, like, if the Giants play the Vikings, who do you have winning that game? Do you feel confident in Minnesota? I don't know. Would I be surprised if the Giants beat them? No. So, Giants can make some noise in the playoffs, but congrats to them. Dable, Daniel Jones actually had a really great game. Saquon, Thibodeau's a great rookie, so... We'll see what happens in the offseason if they sign Jones and Barkley. I think I think I think they'll they'll keep Jones just because you don't want to start over. <clears throat> Especially with you just made the playoffs. I mean, why why try and get a younger quarterback when Daniel Jones is good enough to get you there? <sighs> so I think Jones will stay. I wonder what his contract will be though. I wonder what he's asking for. But, um, Jaguars, what a story that's been to Trevor Lawrence. Very improved um, second year. Also, with the downfall of the Titans, I mean, you're starting Joshua Dobbs now. Like, I forgot he was even in the league. So, I mean... That game next week is a big one. I'd love to see the Jags in the playoffs host the playoff game. If they end up going against, like, Baltimore, I think it, was, it is, as of now. That They could win that game. They beat them in 
the regular season with Lamar. And Lamar has been out for, seems like a month, so, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence, though, he's looked great. He's he's looking like what the Jaguars thought he would be last year. And it's unfair to compare him to last year, I mean, with the whole coaching situation. And he had literally no one to throw to. And now he's got Doug Peterson, who... Sneaky coach of the year prediction. No, I don't think that'll happen, but Doug Peterson's great. Um, they got a bunch of weapons. And ETN's back, so I like where the Jaguars are heading. It could be their division for years to come now, especially Tannehill. Who knows what's going to happen with him. <clears throat> Malik Willis, I mean, I don't know why they're not playing him, but we'll see what happens on Sunday. So let's, let's talk about some of the big games next week. Obviously, I talked about Titans versus Jags. I'm pretty sure Witter just wins that division, gets a home game. <clears throat> Rams, Seahawks. Rams, no. But obviously, Rams are still going to play hard. They don't have a first-round pick. Also, side note, what happens with Baker? I mean, he's been playing pretty good. And he, him and McVeigh. I mean, I heard a story that like McVeigh and Baker were on a plane together when before Baker was drafted, and they talked like the whole time. And McVeigh was like, "Well, we're never gonna get you," and now here they are, Baker and McVeigh, Stafford. I mean, do you just like retire? You got your one Super Bowl you wanted. Rams also just look horrible. I mean, the fact that they won the Super Bowl last year is. Crazy to me. But that's a big game for Seattle. They got to win that game. And then have Detroit win the the Sunday night game against Green Bay. And they're in. So <clears throat> that would also be a great story. Just with Geno Smith. And I really had the Seahawks literally like it being the worst team in the league. thought they were going complete rebuild. And then Geno probably favorite for comeback player of the year. But that's a big game for Seattle. They got to win that game. And then leading up to that Sunday night game, Lions-Packers. Like I said, Packers control their own destiny. They win and they're in. And it's in Lambeau. And I have a hard time believing that they're not going to win that game. And I know Detroit has been on fire. Their offense looks great. I mean, Jared Goff. Like, also, let's talk about Jared Goff, how, like, I thought Lions, they were going to be bad again this year in the drafts, one of their their top quarterbacks in the draft. And now, Detroit is like, no, you got to stick with Goff. I mean, their offense is great. They could, like, win the division next year, especially, I don't know, the Vikings just kill me. But Lions-Packers Sunday night. I'm excited for that, especially if if the Seahawks do lose, because then that game is a win-and-in um, scenario. I don't think Seattle will lose. But even so, because if Seattle wins, Detroit's out. But, like, Dan Campbell, he's not going to be like, oh, we're out, we're just going to not play hard. Like, no, wouldn't you want to, like, kick Green Bay out? I would. <clears throat> so that's a big game. And I'd, I'd love to see Detroit make it. That'd be so cool, especially with that 
a one in six start. Dan Campbell, I mean, who doesn't love him? And then also like defeating the Packers. So that should be a good game. Um, Ravens versus Bengals. You know, I don't know if that game will mean much until the Bengals play. Um, well, yeah, the game actually is not happening this week, so this could actually determine who wins that division. So I don't think. I mean, I think Cincinnati will win that game pretty easily. Baltimore. I mean, it's hard, it's so hard to just judge them without Lamar because Lamar is that whole offense. Who is Huntley throwing to? Like Mark Andrews, but that's it. And then like Dobbins was out for like half the year, and I don't know. Baltimore is an interesting team. I kind of forgot that they're like in the playoffs. I think they'll be a one and done team. And then also Patriots Bills. Bills obviously probably gonna go for that one seed, depending on things that happen. But New England, they gotta beat the Bills, and I think I think if they beat the Bills, they're in. I'm pretty sure. Which, who knows? When you got Belichick, anything could really happen. And then Giants-Eagles, which Dable said he's playing as starters, which they've already locked in the sixth seed, but I love that he he's like, yeah, well, we're playing the starter. It's the Eagles. We can, if, if they beat the Eagles and then, like... <laughs> Some miracle has, or if they beat the Eagles and San Francisco wins, I think pretty sure the Niners get that one seed. Which, wow, that would be huge turn of events. I mean, the Eagles were thirteen and one. I mean, they had to win one out of three games. They've lost two straight. I don't know if Hurts returns this week. Even so, like he's been off a month or something, or a little less than that. So, Eagle, I mean, I don't know who the favorite is in the NFC. I mean, there's there's some so, some big boys in the AFC. You got you got Kansas City, you got Buffalo, you got Cincinnati. <clears throat> One of those three, I think, will be in the Super Bowl. And I think an AFC team will win the Super Bowl. But like NFC, you got like good team and then but then there's like but there's this there's this one thing. So like Eagles, they're really good, but like Hurts hasn't played in a while. And they also, their defense hasn't looked the greatest. Niners, they're good. Their defense is amazing. But can you trust Brock Purdy in the playoffs? Vikings are good, but why is every game so close? So, like, Dallas is good, but but Dak literally, pretty sure, leads the league in, in picks. Or he's tied with Derek Carr. And he's missed five games, so... This is the AFC. Also, the AFC literally, like, if you think of the, like, younger, younger quarterbacks, I guess they're not as young anymore. But, like, all these young studs at quarterback, they're all in the AFC. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, um, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, there's probably more I'm missing. But, like, those are six. Probably the six best uh, younger, youngish guys. They're all in the AFC. And then there's literally, I mean, like, in the NFC, I guess you have Hurts. This is also, like, the first year Hurts has really done something. Kyler, I don't know. I'm not high on Kyler. 
they shouldn't, I don't know, I don't like the big deal they gave him, and I think they're gonna regret that, but it's like, there's no, like, young stars, or young quarterback stars in the NFC, so, yeah, I guess AFC will probably win the Super Bowl, but I'm, I'm interested to see how the playoff turns out, um, there's still three spots remaining, winner of the AFC South and then the two last wild cards. We'll see what happens in week 18, but um, I think I'm going to wrap up this this podcast, this first podcast. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with the, the Bills and the Bengals. Again, that game is not important right now. Just Hamlin's health is really what the Bills and really what... The whole NFL community, that's that's what they're thinking about. They're not thinking about when to reschedule it. And I'm glad they're doing that because, I mean, they've never experienced this. This is not, like, in the rule book. It's like, oh, well, if this player gets into cardiac arrest, like, that's not in the rule book. So, like, it's really up to Goodell. And I, I'm, I'm glad they just haven't set a date yet. But I'm curious to see what they do because... Let's, I mean, if they play Week 18, it's a playoff next week. Do you just fit it in? Or, or like, th- then the Bills and Bengals would be, would be playing potentially three games in, like, eight days. And, I mean, that's not really fair. But do you just move Wild Card Weekend, like, back? Then that's going to just screw up the whole scheduling. And I was thinking, I was talking to my dad earlier about this. Um, I'm pretty sure there's like it's the championship week, and then there's a week off, and then the Super Bowl, because the week off is where the the Pro Bowl is. And who watches that? No one. And I know they changed it to like the Pro Bowl games, but still. So do you just like move everything back, and then just don't have a Pro Bowl, and then the week after the championship is Super Bowl? I don't know, but. We'll see. Um, I've dragged on with that, but hope you guys enjoyed that first podcast. Um, yeah, and I'll hopefully be doing one every week, and even after Super Bowl, I'll figure out things to talk about. Um, there's obviously the draft, free agency, and it'll be close to summer. Maybe I can get some some special guests in here too. So, yeah. That's my first podcast. I hope you enjoyed.